0: Well, 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 well. This is uh, <laughs> Alan after the last night's show. Yes. Wouldn't it be very, very interesting to go and uh, reach out to these people about their esoteric way of programming because they're being programmed big time.
1: Yes, I know. Uh huh. Yeah, they've followed all the all the pied pipers that are put there and. And and they just parrot what they hear, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing that I find so very hard to uh, to accept is that people just follow blindly.
1: The, yeah, they're trained that way, and and of course, well, that's why they give us superstars to follow. Uh, the, the, the people ah, follow the stars. Yes, uh huh. Another one's on the short wave because. Um, they have more access to information. They are the latest. They are the greatest. And they have, they have all the right backing. And um, uh, they, they bring in the new age big time. And, and they can lead a merry dance. It's a merry dance, you see. And, of course, the Pied Pipers had all the children dancing behind them. It was a very merry dance, but they were led over the cliff edge. And that's, that's why they give us Pied Pipers to trap us from going further, Uh, by ourselves, you see. It's a standard procedure. And unfortunately, the public have been so well-trained to listen to what they they think are experts or superstars, and and they wouldn't listen to an ordinary person giving out the real information, because after all, you know, you're you're nobody. Um, They want a superstar to tell them this this kind of stuff. And I I was on a a show earlier tonight uh, by myself, I had, stand, I had to stand in at the last minute.
2: Oh
1: and, and I was going on about that very thing. I said, you know, um, there was a book printed probably in the 1920s. Mm-hmm. And it was a study on human nature. And it was called Straight and Crooked Thinking. And it said that uh, you could have a genius in Hyde Park in London who is a tramp, you know, a vagrant uh, with a soapbox and, and that's what you get at Hyde Park. Anybody can go in there with a soapbox, stand on it, and start making some kind of speech. And the people come and they laugh and they jeer and sometimes some of them will get some something interesting out of it. But if you took that same tramp up and dressed him and, and, and put him on the London Palladium and promoted him as a professor, the same tramp with uh, coat and tails and tie, bow tie and all that, uh, all of the people would would be paying big bucks to get in to hear this genius you see saying the <laughs> same the same stuff, yeah. And, oh you know.
0: my, oh my, Ellen, isn't then that sad where we have arrived that mm-hmm. we can send people the clown out there mm-hmm. dressed yeah. up in his uh, you know, Sunday's best. Yeah. And they will just jump up and down and believe when people, the clowns, said you only have to go to the other dimension. Mm-hmm. These people, like Alan and Hexaboa, are crazy mm-hmm. because, you know, we had the right way. See, I played the right tune. Mm-hmm. Follow me.
1: Yeah, I know. That's right. But, but, however, if you drove around in a Rolls Royce and had a few million dollars in the bank and uh, lived on a, an exotic island off of Britain where millionaires live, uh, you'd be very important then, you see. They'd listen to you then. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you were given that the same information, they'd suddenly out- take an interest in you because people are taught to, to worship what they think are winners in this society we live in. And that's them, those that get to the top by any and all means possible, generally by exploiting everybody else beneath them. But that's called success in our corrupt system. And those who are unsuccessful, meaning those who have not crawled up the top of the heap, the pyramid of, of bodies behind you, if you're not successful, then they don't want to hear what you have to say.
0: Yeah, but Alan, that you know what is the problem here? All we have to do is look at World War II. Mm-hmm. And Hitler was a sucker yeah. before. Mm-hmm. And then his good trainers from the United States of America got involved with him, yeah. and the money came, and everybody followed that by Piper to the tune mm-hmm. of hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people in every country, in every place, who lost their lives.
1: Uh, lost their lives. Uh, whole peoples were relocated. They love to do that in warfare, of course. Uh, and uh, refugees everywhere. And the trick is, you see, that, I mean, Adolf Hitler, and and everybody who's studied this whole thing can see this, Um, Adolf Hitler was the right man at the right time for the job that he was supposed to do.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And apart from the fact, I always thought it so strange that uh, all of the symbols of the Nazi Party and uh, the, 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 the sort of strange parades they had uh, in the Spears there arena. Were parade. there were
0: Masonic parades.
1: There were Masonic parades, the black sun uh, um, emblem on the red, of course, for revolution. Uh, that's the swastika. Uh, the sun symbol only in reverse, uh, and the black for the blood behind it, of course, for revolution. And, and then, of course, you look at Himmler, who had his own Masonic temple built for the SS. Uh, and from the aerial view, uh, you'll see that in the Beighton and Lincoln book uh, on on um, uh, the Freemasonry, basically, you, you'll see that the, the aerial view of that it was like a big spear, so it was all shaped Masonically, highly symbolically. It was a temple, uh, just like the ancient temples of old, where the you had the outer temple for the profane and the inner one for the those in the know. Uh, yes, so yes. Uh, and they
0: still the ruins still stand. Mm-hmm. in some of the places here upon the planet yep. and humanity doesn't seem to learn when
2: mm-hmm. when
0: you say to humanity, Hey, wait a minute like this woman was saying, you know, in our in our church the men do everything and the women they cannot do anything. I said, What for? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she says, well, that's not allowed. Yeah. I said, well, you must have a heavy-duty Masonic ritual going on, mm-hmm. just like with the Eastern Star, yeah. you know? Yeah. The women sit somewhere, mm-hmm. wherever, and the men are somewhere else. And, of course, you know, we have to program the children at the same time somewhere.
1: Yeah, that's right. They're getting their instructions from other uh, grandmasters who are older, uh, private tuition to train them in, the, in their particular mindset, that their own program, mental program. But, mm-hmm. but, yeah, I mean, Adolf Hitler was back from the beginning by the consortium uh, of the, from the West, including yes. the, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, Ford, uh, and Carnegie, all the big boys. Uh, and even here in Canada, the Baxter Laboratories that make inoculations, were involved in the big company, IG Farben, which this, these boys set up. Which created the whole war machine for Adolf Hitler. And during the trials at Nuremberg, um, they even set out m- big high fluting lawyers from New York to try and, and mislead the inquiry to get, their, to get them off the backs of IG Farben, this, uh, this front shell group that, uh, that consisted of the Rothschilds, Rockefellers, and all these boys who funded Hitler. Uh, ITT. Uh, was a big uh, player in in I uh, G Farben. They also, apart from the communications,
0: Bayer aspirin.
1: Yes. Uh-huh. B- well, Bayer is Rothschild. Bayer did yeah.
0: mm-hmm. experiment on little children like nobody else.
1: hmm. The the Bayer is is the is the Rothschild family name, uh, the one before they adopted the Rothschild uh, term, yes. and they still yes. have the the labor they have their main laboratories in Switzerland. Uh, buyer, yeah, and these, yeah. in fact, these still are famous for their aspirin and other things, you know. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, there is somebody who wants to ask you. I'd like to know Ellen's opinion of the late William Cooper.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, William Cooper initially came out to the public uh, after being in the Navy for many years um, in the New Age circuit. He, he, he had experienced uh, seeing flying saucers come out the sea uh, when he was on on a submarine on on watch and his fellow on the other side saw it too they were quizzed by it and after he left the Navy he came out on the New Age circuit talking about this he thought the aliens were here and it was a few years before he realized that he was meant to see what he saw but he thought back over all the stuff that had come across his desk to make him think all of this and, and he turned against it and realized this stuff was all being made here manufactured here mm-hmm. um, now he lost a leg uh, after being chased off the road, he was on a motorcycle and he was lecturing about what was happening um, and the coming new world order and the two men who rode him off the road visited him in the hospital when his leg was amputated and, and said well I guess you'll keep your mouth shut now and Cooper went along with them just so he could live. And once he got a little bit better, got his artificial leg, then he he started to come on the radio. Now I think personally Bill Cooper was being fed information by people inside the Pentagon who probably told him that uh, there were good guys there that and, and, uh, and that they were going to get a coup going or something and, and get America back. I think initially he he fell for that. He so he can, he can affront it for the information he was given. But as the years went on, he began to realize what I'd been saying. In fact, he did listen to some of the talks I'd had on his own history, the American history, the Masonic history. And, and I said that America was set up to do exactly what they're doing. Uh, that was their function, Of, of the Freemasons set up America to do exactly what it's doing. And I yeah, think
0: don't we have here in Canada... Just a stupid blind dog following and, and the dog. Mm-hmm. But isn't it that we are seeing right now that uh, in the United States, the people seem to be uh, 75% blind, mm-hmm. right?
2: Yep. But
0: in Canada, they might be 85% blind for mm-hmm. having brought on the scene, of course, uh, the Harper and Mulroney lover,
1: mm-hmm. you know. Well, the Bilderbergers chose Harper, that like you went to the last two Bilderberger meetings, and that they always choose presidents and prime ministers. In fact, Arnold Schwarzenegger went there before he was chosen as the governor of California. So that's your telltale sign as who, who the next man's authorized to be. So, so he's the, the man who is authorized. He's just the front man to parrot what his advisors say. Personally, I, I, I'd rather do away with presidents and prime ministers. And, and and we should have an Oscar night for their for their script writers.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, really,
1: yeah, I really do think so. We we can bypass the costs. Don't
0: you see it? Mm-hmm. when we hear a uh-huh, quack 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 quack, we uh-huh. just heard push, quack 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 before that. And, and uh-huh. if you listen careful, it wasn't it the same.
1: The same script, script writer. Yeah, and and of course David Frum of Canada is one of their main writers. You see. And, yeah. D- and David Frum, Frum uh, wrote The Right Man, the, the book on, on President Bush, the pro-Bush book, and he helped in his campaign. And uh, when he was running against Kerry, uh, there was another Canadian who was the, the campaign advisor for Kerry. So two Canadians were, 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 were doing the campaigns for, for the American presidents.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what, is this with the Canadian people, Alan. Mm-hmm. When, when the people here... Can have a clear view what is taking place over the border. Mm-hmm. Why are the people here learning yeah. of the dangers that are being set up there? Because they are going to want to have a big, major mm-hmm. civil uprising yeah. in the United States instead of we have said to people,
2: mm-hmm.
0: don't go out and protest. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. go out now on the street and protest, yeah. that gives an excuse for them. Mm-hmm. And in Canada, wasn't it 550,000 mm. uh, people prison underground in Ontario?
1: Yes. And they also have a huge base underneath uh, Meaford, Ontario, that's much, much larger than that. They've been building it for many years now. In fact, there's plumbers and electricians been employed there for the last eight years or so, full time, just wiring and plumbing these, these underground facilities that can hold up to five million. So, so... And
0: if you go to Nelson, British Columbia, and they get very angry when we keep bringing up Nelson, mm-hmm. but in Nelson, British Columbia, we have a four-lane highway. Mm-hmm that is underground, and the two lanes were getting, uh, become ready last year, was it somewhere in May or June, Mm -hmm. and the person, the reporter that came and reported it to us,
1: Uh
0: no one has been able to find it.
1: Well, another odd thing was, uh, I think it was maybe five, six years ago, uh, it was a British newspaper, which you can buy over in Canada, uh, they had the report on the largest, one of the largest underground tunnels that was being set up by an architect at that time from the, the Russia. And they began in a place called, I think it was Pigeon Lake, British Columbia. And they were, they were tunneling under the North Sea and coming up inside uh, the, the Soviet Union or, the, or Russia. And it was to be completed in five years, so I presume it's already done. There's much, they do as tell us these little things and then and then they go quiet upon it, when, because because legally they tell us what they're doing. They, they simply don't go over it and, and, and tell us ten times till we remember it, you know. Well, but, but they do but tell
0: most us. Of people, most of the people, Alan, mm-hmm. when you try to say to them, well, take a look at this or take a look at that, they say, oh, you know, you're talking about something that you know it doesn't exist what you're talking about Mm -hmm. I said well I said it's maybe because you're an ostrich and have your head under the sand Mm -hmm. because you haven't gone to look Mm -hmm. can you tell me what Mm -hmm. it is with the conservative Harper in Canada Mm -hmm. do they have a death wish they remind me of an ex-premier Joe Clark oh Mm -hmm. uh, Uh Uh, Harper is being secretive Oh, up in Iraq, very suspicious. Uh-huh. The peace Christians released were in fact trying to convert uh-huh. Muslims, etc. So, Harper government is a party for the liberal return in the fall of 2006. People in BC tell me uh-huh. Harper SI, a block, has that. Well, I believe. That uh, a harbour is controlled by Mulroney, and of mm. course he is, as we know, New World order ma- or yeah. man
1: must mm. plus, two plus two. Yeah, o- o- always. That's right. Uh, if you look at the, the I think it's the Desmarais family in, in Quebec. Yeah, they, they got a They call it the power corporation. They they train high executives and prime ministers for positions. And a whole bunch of the the Prime Ministers of Canada all worked for for that company before being uh, Prime Ministers of Canada. Uh, These are not elected by the people. They're trained for their jobs. They're they're, they're front puppets. Although we do have better front puppets than the US generally. Uh, I mean, um, they tend to stick to their script better. Whereas George Bush tends to wander off it and get enthusiastic at times. Uh, (laughs) and, And totally loses the people. Oh, Alan, you're so
0: dead, George.
1: Yeah, well, uh, uh, you know, I watched that uh, during the Terry Schiavo sacrifice, that's what it was, Uh, Uh, during that whole thing, where they could have kept it totally quiet from the public if they wanted to. um, I knew something was coming and going to be stuck up in the middle of it. And sure enough, in March last year, uh, we we saw Martin and, and, and Bush and Fox. Uh, meets at Waco, Texas and signed the United Americas Agreement and, yeah. and they, sh- they put two minutes or two and a half minutes on the CBC News and I turned over to, I taped it I knew it was coming up and I, I said I was the only person in Canada doing it and uh, and then I taped the Global News that did a little bit better story on it and the, the Global News uh, reporter stood up in the audience and, and asked these guys, these three guys who said, this sounds just like the European Union, is that what it is? And, and Mr. Martin, being a better lawyer, jumped in first and he, he, he did his little uh, tap dance and said, well, it's not quite the, the real big bang, it's just a, 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 the beginning of a series of, of meetings on this subject. He said they had five more to do uh, in 2005 to complete the unification of the Americas. But then George Bush jumped in. He couldn't contain himself, and he was off his his script. Yeah, he was off his script. He was all enthusiastic, and he said, well, what's wrong with that? He says, what's wrong with free trade Uh, and and total free trade like like Europe and, and so on? And and uh, you carried away. You know, his advisors were in the background trying to hush him down, but but little George was on a roll, you know. So uh, so yeah, this is, the amalgamation has been done after 9/11. Jumping before 9/11, uh, let's go back to when uh, Alan Rock was the Minister of Justice in Canada, and I think it was 1998. He put through an omnibus crime bill pretty well single-handedly, that that had all the rights of martial law, confinement without trial, indefinitely, and except, this was all the stuff that we heard years later, he put it through himself, and even the reporters at the time said, well, what's going on here, the cold war is over, Um, uh, what's the threat here, What's, what's what's going on, this is martial law he's putting through here and so these guys all knew that 9-11 in 2001 was going to happen they all knew it and they were getting, up, all set up uh, for it happening before it actually happened they, they knew and Alan Rock of course was then transferred to the United Nations as Canada's ambassador so that makes perfect sense So yes,
0: but the thing is that most people Alan can see the forest for the trees mm-hmm. and that uh, I go Jimmy ask you, uh does Ellen think there is any significance to the peace Christians being released on day one one nine nine eleven in reverse, and just how special is the date June the sixth, two thousand and six 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 mm-hmm. six six oh triple six, yeah, the number of of the Christian beast or mm-hmm. revelation, beast.
1: yeah. Um, I'm sure the 666 thing will be always significant. You know, in, in Britain, before they, they brought out the universal 9-11 um, emergency response number, which is from Revelations, that's why they picked it, because it's, a, it's the Masonic beast, you see. Uh, in a chapter 9, verse 11, the beast of war, this is what it means is released from the pit to create chaos. Mm-hmm. That's what they mean by 9-11. Uh, but before that in Britain, the number you dialed for emergency was 999. And as you dialed it on the old rotary phones, it came up 666. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you look at the police forces in Britain, and round their hats, they have the Masonic black and white squares, the chessboard, the Masonic yes. floor. Uh, it, it's all Masonic, yeah.
0: Yes, but most people do not quite comprehend that the chessboard is so mm. very important.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Because people don't understand that the chessboard
1: says we always win. Yeah, but they always win, especially when they set up the game in advance, and, and we, the pawns, don't even know it's, the game is on. Uh, that's, it's also the, the, it al- also represents the floor of Freemasonry, the tesserated floor. That's what they call it. And it's, it's, it goes way back. You'll find in Westminster Cathedral uh, uh, on the walls next to the the tombs of many of the original Norman knights that came in Uh, you'll you'll see uh, Egyptian obelisks inside the church next to those uh, tombs and you'll see the Masonic uh, tesserated floor on the floor itself and on the walls so this is an ancient system that goes back to Egypt because the word senate for the senators come is a Masonic meeting place and senate in Egyptian means the chessboard that's where the word comes from. So
0: there so is uh, a lady, uh, and this uh Do you provide the uh, a different... Please, please explain to me what one is supposed to get from meditation, TM, or otherwise. I never got anything from it except to sit relaxed. Mm-hmm. Where do the controllers hope to lead us? What else? Can one do to, to gain some spiritual insight access to that greater life force? Thank you so very much okay well mhm mm-hmm.
1: the 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 ones that are out there t- t- teaching meditation um is not the highest form of understanding that's why it's medi it's middle <laughs> that's what it means, you see so it's the middle it's not high and And they're
0: not supposed to know what to do
1: yes and and here's another little thing that that, that, um, at one time was taught uh, in ancient times it was always taught uh, the early Christian churches had to teach it because the people had memory from the old religions and then they gradually did away with it but um, in all the ancient mystery religions uh, the body on earth this is where the the Trinity first came from a person's journey was where soul and, and, and matter met on, on the planet Earth, which is the third planet, again, so you're number three, third planet from the sun. And so, spirit, so soul, which is different from spirit, soul and, and body uh, met. And, of course, soul was the animating life force that, that, that pooled for its soul mate. The soul mate was the other part made for that particular soul. And that was called spirit. And so you had three different things here. And over time, the Catholic Church gradually melded spirit into soul till they were synonymous and taught you well. And, and of course, the New Agers teach this. And they say, well, you see, you're immortal anyway. I heard this guy last night saying that. I thought I almost fell off my chair laughing. (laughs) And and, um, he he said, yeah, he he said, he said, uh, well, he he said."
0: But he was so young. He he may uh, not have been in the know. i told him to listen tonight i said yeah. it will be interesting
1: well if he was young then he wasn't a poor old soul He was a, a, a it was a poor young soul and um uh, he, uh, he, he said well you see we're immortal anyway and that's the new age spin in other words ike said the same thing it doesn't matter what happens nothing's real they can't kill you they can kill the body but you go on and you come back so i guess i guess all you do since the same elite have run this world for many many millennia I guess you keep coming back and getting killed over and over. I don't see the point in that, personally, you know, but uh, uh, that's what they're being told by them all. It doesn't matter if they kill you, because you've you'll got another chance, you see. And you
0: heard this guy last night, uh-huh, you know, he yeah. was ready to die. Because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, he could go to this other dimension, like this other woman, she said. Uh-huh. Oh, you know, if something happens, I just go to the yeah. other dimension. That's right. And I said, Show it to
1: me. Well, see, see dimension uh, is also coupled with dementia. See and, well, and, and, and see, and it's, it's also called.
0: Oh, okay, they'll love you now. And
1: it's also called demented, you see. And, and so that's where the root word comes from. Uh, so. So I almost called in to ask him if he has the portal, or if David Diaky's got it. Let me me know the masonic password, so that I can come through. Because I'm sure that'll be the only way you'll get in. You know, you've got to have the right password for the Tyler at the door. So, uh, but I thought I'd better off it and said no, I won't, I won't, I won't, uh, I won't ask him this question. But no, that's the key to that. They're telling people, it doesn't really matter what happens. You're 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 immortal anyway. You'll live forever, and that's a recent teaching. That's a recent yeah, teaching. Yeah, but you
0: know, Ellen, yeah. they get very annoyed with me when I say to them that they need to come to a place where they need to get real,
2: uh-huh. become
0: real people. You know, people that are true to who they are, to to what they believe is just. Yeah, uh-huh. And yet, when you look at these people. And and I I have to say it, you know, if people that are out there have uh, the wisdom or, or the goodness or what shall we say? Mm-hmm. And we say to them, you know, we are doing this, you and I, we have been doing it for a long time mm-hmm.
2: uh uh
0: helping them to wake up to come out of their slimy programming mm-hmm into reality where they have the power, they have the wisdom, mm-hmm. where they know what to do when mm-hmm. these things are going to roll very soon. And they don't believe me when I say it is very soon.
1: Yeah, I know, I know.
0: They think I am outlandish And well, when I mm-hmm. see that we need help, mm-hmm. they think they don't need to help us. We can go to hell mm-hmm. because someone had the darn nerve to say, but you know... You know, everything we have, we need for ourselves. I said, yeah, you meet society, but you're listening here mm-hmm. to get help from us, to get educated, to come out of your stupid slumber, yeah. your magnetic hypnotism that they put on you with their heart vibrations. Mm-hmm. Come on now, it's time to wake up and to get real. Yeah. And don't say to us that we don't need to exist. Because to run this day in, day out, mm-hmm. to educate them, to bring them the information, for you to help them, yeah. to be empowered, mm-hmm. they need to do something, and I hope they buy your books.
1: Yes, uh, yes, and it's it's not just the books, I mean, it's the, the, they should help people who are putting out their own time, energy, and money, to try and help them. Uh, we're not selling gold and silver. Or anything else, uh, you know, or, or, or the big Berkey machine that's got a little light on it so as they can find you in the air, aircraft, you know. Uh, we're, we're selling no gimmicks, we're selling no mag- magical herbs, the, the, the latest scientific discovery that's going to bust you at the bank with, with a bunch of modified grass, uh, whatever the f- latest fad is. We're not selling them anything. Uh, all we're trying to do is to get them to start living. And living doesn't mean that you follow uh, the regular, purpose-made, uh, well-funded meditation groups. They all go back to Freemasonry, by the way. They're but philip- you
0: don't mm. understand when when they when they go and say they meditate, and you look at them, then you say, but they sit there like a bunch of programmed puppets. Mm-hmm. And they are never given any power mm-hmm. or any awakening because they would not want to awaken them.
2: That's right. They want
0: mm-hmm. to have them in their state so they can control them until they kill over. Or maybe they're rounded up because mm-hmm. it's coming, it's rounding them up, it's coming soon.
1: Yes. But well, but for them it won't be happening, you see. So it won't be real. It won't be re- And they'll all find portals though, just open in front of them and they, and they can escape, you see. That, that's what they think yeah. or that's what this is desperation time for those people this is an act yeah, of right, desperation
0: it's like the uh, Christians believe in the rupture and the sky opens up and the mm-hmm. Jesus guy comes with his elevator and loads them mm-hmm. all up I have warned them I said you be careful out there mm-hmm. for holographic imaging because they're going to fool and trick you big time
1: yeah well I call it the great rupture it's not the rapture it's the great rupture you see that, that's what, that's when it all it all falls apart for them. do you know there was a craze in the u s where uh, and we know that everything had to do with the big the big holy rollers in the u s the superstars the multi million dollar guys uh, they put out insurance companies for the for the for the the rapture, so as the those who were ch- taken from their cars and so on, and they had posters on their cars about this stickers. Uh, if if I am suddenly whisked off to heaven, um, uh, please contact my wife, and an insurance policy is number so-and-so and so-and-so. And so. <laughs> I mean, this is the madness that they're all into, you know.
0: Uh, yes, uh, and of course, Alan, as you know better than anyone, mm-hmm. these people are not in that state of where they are going to say, well, you know, after all... We need to get with it, and we are needing to pull ourselves up
2: yeah. before
0: it's too late. Mm-hmm. And uh, someone says here, I just got Ellen's book. So very, very interesting. They wake you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. I suppose they will. And uh, that is because the uh, also the only way where we are at this moment to. Uh, empower the Mm -hmm. people. But are they going to empower each other or are they going to go and say, well, you know, I know it, but since I know it, I don't have to really do anything to help you, Mm -hmm. you two who are out there risking your height and your neck and your whole livelihood that's there because we don't need to help you two. Uh
2: Give
0: us Mm-hmm. The information, honey, mm-hmm. it is the me society who always believes that me is me and me, the hell is you. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I know, they have a. Any bookstore now has a huge self help uh, um, shelf. Well, it's a whole series of shelves, all self help. And uh, the, the Freemasons and Dobson and these guys all came out to, the, uh, to give this positive thinking stuff years ago. And it's all Freemasonic. And the idea at that time was to, to um, wean them off the traditional religions, bring them into the New Age way of thinking, and, and then literally um, do a, a number on their heads. <coughs> and so they keep shopping for the next book and the next book and the next book because none of them work. Uh, it's amazing that the, the average individual who's born with the power of reason, that we've, we're born with it. Uh, although it's a tough job. Everything's stacked against us when we're born in the system. If your parents don't know, the children will think everything is natural in the system. Whatever the system is, they think it's natural. And
0: well, it is supposed to be that you, when you are born, become a shuttle of mm-hmm. the state or the country. Mm-hmm. And of course, as I said to them last night, and they don't believe it, mm-hmm. you are worth 139 dollars alive, mm-hmm. but you're worth 169 thousand
1: uh-huh. dollars when you're dead. Yes, uh-huh. Yeah, I know they can sell all your parts and so on, and, and then even for the autopsy, they charge that to the taxpayer, because these guys never lose. Well, see, we are the only going concern on the, on the planet or, or the general public. We're the only guys who make anything. Uh, that actually produce anything and through the taxation they they take it from us and then they can hire all their think tanks and their gestapos and their armies and their torturers uh, and and figure out um, the next part of their agenda in detail it's interesting that Albert Pike again who put most of the agenda in his own book Morals and Dogma uh, he, he said that we've been behind every major revolution the made masonry and he said we never fail because we never begin a premature revolution they do all the groundwork through think tanks just like a military operation they look at all opposition types what kinds of opposition opposition will come their way and they have ways to overcome it and they have their front men ready to lead the people in loops and circles uh, that's why they don't and see, most revolutions are non-bloody. They're cultural revolutions, They're like the sexual revolution, the, the feminist revolution, homosexual, lesbian, uh, and, and then even, even the youth revolution, uh, the pop revolution. Uh, these are revolutions that are planned and advance by the boys with money. Nothing is spontaneous. Nothing came from the grassroots. It's from the top down. And this is a science that was understood by the ancient Egyptians, who taught it to the Greek nobility they studied in Egypt and Plato put it in, in the Republic uh, this whole technique of controlling the public and how culture is flexible and all culture comes from the top down and all cultural changes come from the top down anything that was grassroots that, that came in outside of their plans could have such amazing ripple effects even an innocent sounding thing could have such amazing ripple effects, it could knock their plan haywire. That's yes, why...
0: You know the thing, Alan, that they also do not understand. They have to think this. All that is taking place still from the ones that came down the Caucasus.
1: Mm-hmm, hmm Oh, I know. You know yeah.
0: They don't understand that all the Jesuits and the Masonic movement mm-hmm. are all the same. Yeah. And oh, between says here for six hundred dollars, you can get Wayne Dyer CD set. You mm-hmm. see, cash yeah. on delivery.
1: Yeah, uh huh, uh huh, yeah, yeah. And, and it's, it's 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 true enough. Uh, this this bunch came out, the caucuses, came up with a revolutionary technique for the agenda. It's an ancient technique, and um, we we find that even in in the Hasidic. Uh, rabbinical tradition, this thing of revolution um, and the creation of golem uh, a Kabbalistic technique of creating an artificial man who's a slave and that's where we're going Uh, we're going to create the next uh, hermaphroditic type of golem uh, an artificial slave who can toil 24 hours a day with no complaint, you see Uh, they want to chip everyone in the process on the road to this hermaphroditic uh, new being and since nothing's normal anymore, nothing to compare we're on, we're in flux culturally. So, if nothing to compare normality with, then they can bring this forward fairly soon. Uh, this new purpose-made clone-type being, and uh, you know, it, it, will, it will be genetically enhanced.
0: If I can, for a moment, ladies and gentlemen, wherever you are, and of course you are listening to, of course, cutting through the matrix with one in the very much in the know, Alan Ross, researcher and author, he has a website. Believe it or not, it's maybe the hottest website that's out there, and it's www dot dot com. He has books; three books available. Cutting through one, the the androgynous, hermaphroditic agenda. Cutting Through 2, A Glimpse Into the Great work, Cutting Through 3, A Soteric Unveil and The Meaning of Revelations in High Masonic Tradition. Each is $25 payable in International Postal Money Order, which is available at your post office, believe it or not, you can do it. And you can contact Alan, of course you can write to him, Ellen Watt, Site 41, Box 4, Esther, Ontario, Canada, P3E4N1, or contact him through his webmaster at Ellen Watt cutting through at Yahoo. Com, a new video. And the video is very interesting. New video reality check can be downloaded from the website. You can still do that. And uh, you who are wanting to be in the know, you need to wake up your friends and family to get them in the know in a hurry. And of course, Eric says here, what does Anna think? are the indigo children, they seem like the way create, creator children have always acted. Well, we know if children are wise, clever, and fat, you have to put them on drugs and tone them down. That's their opinion. Let us see what Alan is going to tell you. Here's Alan.
1: Yeah, I mean, years ago, the it, 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 this agenda has been well covered by those who participated in setting up the agenda and no one bothers to read their books Uh, like the the, Zygmunt Brzezinski's Between Two Ages with the psychotronic warfare as we go through the big changes that we we use harp technology to alter our mindsets as we go through it um, and drugging us from the air, that kind of stuff, the spraying. Um, they, They also knew that the children uh, those who are future leaders would be tested at school very severely with certain tests, and those with, with leadership abilities, primarily the males, would, would get picked out and, and be put on drugs like Ritalin, which does shrink the brain actually. It does actually have physical effects on the brain, long, well, uh, permanent effects on the brain. And that's really what they're, they're doing. Um, they're getting rid of future leaders who have. Uh, Independent, inquiring minds they don't want uh, inquiring minds they want uniformity predictable people as we, as we come through the great changes that have been planned for such a long time they're getting rid of potential troublemakers before they become troublemakers this is how you work a, a, a long term military uh, battle out on, on, on paper this is what they do and we're seeing the effects of it now with, with, as I say, all the massive inoculations that, that that are doing a great job for dumbing them down. Arthur Kessler's book uh, is K O E S T L E R. After Kessler worked for Stalin, then the United Nations in New York, he worked on ways to lobotomize that part of the brain that gives you your critical thinking abilities. Um, He said the public will no longer need those survival mechanisms because the elite will be steering the ship or planet Earth for them and and making all their decisions for them. Uh, This is real. Uh, They've written about it. He was through the techniques they were were using then. And he said all we have to do is spray this stuff on them from the air, put it in the inoculations, uh, and maybe even in their drinking water or their food while they're doing all of the above that's why you have such a dumbed down people at the moment, tranquilized as we go through major changes that should have them all on edge um, and asking questions they're tranquilized and and actually many of them are physically physically lobotomized Uh, William Cooper that was mentioned earlier talked about this he he said many people will come to love this new type of socialism this, this fascist type socialism Uh, where all their decisions are made for them by experts and they wouldn't have to do any thinking at all. Well, that's what the public are doing. Uh, They they have come to actually give or acquiesce their their reasoning abilities, their power to think to the media and they they truly believe that whatever is worth knowing will come to them from the media, that they will be told and that they don't have to do any thinking for themselves. This was written about by Brzezinski, Between Two Ages and in his last book they just happened to have the whole agenda for for the next Gulf War, beginning with Afghanistan, number one, Iraq, number two, the invasion of Iran, number three, then Syria, number four. Uh, That's the book called The Grand uh, Chessboard by Zygmunt Brzezinski, top advisor to the U.S. presidents and the present one, and also uh, Secretary of State of War at one point. Uh, master of mind control that's his own book, people should read it for themselves and and say my god, what a coincidence this man could actually have the whole formula for these invasions written about and published in 1998 and he said in the book uh, he said we'll need something, uh, an attack on America on the scale of a Pearl Harbor event to motivate the public behind us for this war and, and in other words, it's like planning it in advance with the New American Century Group with, with Brzezinski, Rumsfeld, uh, Wolfowitz, Wolfowitz. Perl. Yeah, apparel Cheney. Mm-hmm, Cheney. And, and they published that first in 92. This private organization published their agenda and with the same order of attacks beginning with Afghanistan. They published it again in 98. Uh, people can find it on the websites, I believe, the New American Century and,
0: and, 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 and I uh, was asked uh, you, if the power that becomes control publishing, how does someone like Brzezinski get books like that out to uh-huh. the public?
1: Oh, because this is a legality with them. They, they will tell you that they're so legal-minded, they will tell you what they plan to do. And the full knowledge that the general public are, are not interested in reading the books, but legally they're out there. And, and they're available. A lot of them at libraries, but there's no sex in it, no no no, no Hollywood scandals and things. Or <laughs> there, there's no sports. There's no sports there, you know. And um, yeah. no great, no no great really really deep plot. I mean, it's a very open plot. Uh, so no one reads them, but legally they always put their books out there for you to read. The same with Lord Bertrand Russell, who put the whole agenda in in, in, in his books for training the public uh, with his Road to Education. Education, the good life. Uh, Here, uh, he another one: um, the impact of science on society. Where he does the same agenda as Brzezinski, saying that, that sciences would be used on the public, which the public would be totally unaware of, but would be completely tr- controlling their minds by the end of the millennium. Nearly nobody reads the books put out by the big boys, and um, so so. But legally, they're out there. Yeah, and of course, the media won't want. Mention these books to the general public. Uh, the media's job is to make us, you know, talk about Michael Jackson and so on. That's the that's their job. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's much more fun. You never saw so much garbage
1: mm-hmm.
0: on the shelves in the store as you see today, because it is nothing else of movie stars doing whatever, 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 mm-hmm. and uh, it goes on and on and on. And and you know when you look at it. You say, "My, how can people pay five, eight, and ten dollars for these pieces of garbage?" But then you do, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, here is Corey Alan. How should we then be spiritual and meditate? Please tell us.
1: Mm-hmm. The meditation is a bit overdone in a certain sense. <coughs> um, in ancient oracles of, of Delphi and other places had always been known Uh, and even show you this in the Matrix movie written by the big boys themselves um, where he goes to see the oracle in the movie but above the door just like the oracle at Delphi it said know thyself and until you know yourself you cannot know anything else in in truth you'll always be misled and it's knowing thyself that's that's the, the start of all journeys uh, you are the only material that you can guarantee that you can work on and be sure that you can work on yourself. And yeah. It is a lot of work, the to be honest.
0: I said 9,000 years ago,
1: yeah.
0: if you want a better world, you must work on yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't work on anyone else. You must train and understand your thoughts and actions and choose the good action and abolish the bad action. And no killing. And that is so sad because so many years ago and today we have these people who have played around with what is out there, what is good, and uh, they no longer spend attention to what is good, Alan. It seems Mm. that they are drifting away farther and farther and farther from that's what is wholesome, that's what will protect the small child, mm-hmm. that will be good for the elderly, and that will be good
1: for the animals. But people do not understand. It takes
0: a linking, yeah. And by the age of 50 to be discarded.
1: Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. The useless eaters in, in and Bertrand Russell, who worked for the Royal Institute of International Affairs, um, a commissioned royal charter to back it up, um, and, and a leader in a lot of the scientific uh, agenda for this mind control said that very thing that that, um, that uh, the techniques that they had available were so perfected that that very few people would be able to to resist it. Um, but but knowing thyself, begin' it's a big process. It's it's the hardest thing for most people to do is to be totally honest with themselves totally honest and when you are and you can sort of um get away from this you can't i i don't think you can do it in a city i truly don't Uh, personally i cannot go near cities because i feel a physical buzz from the city long before i come near it uh it's 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 uh, destructive i pick up the the raw uh, hype of the people before i even enter the city Um, you have to be away from it and you you must spend time on yourself analyze your every deed and when you're truly, truly, genuinely serious um, things will start to change within you a process begins which starts to run like a program almost um, and if you're truly serious this program will make you go through things which you'd never have believed in uh, until they happen to you because your your life history will will flash not flash before your eyes It's like a movie that won't shut off uh, and, until you go from beginning to end you'll see people you've hurt even on a daily basis and uh, never even knew that you hurt by an offhanded comment or something but you'll see it through their eyes and so on and if you miss anything the first time you'll get a replay, uh, I kept a replay I Yeah. That's right. Many
0: of them that are out there get good replays mm-hmm. for sure, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Tse asked you if chemicals are being sprayed worldwide, do the world elite ingest these chemicals also, or do they have special breathing areas in organic food grown in clean areas? Mm-hmm. Well, we know that China did never sign the treaty mm-hmm. of spraying, uh-huh. and we also know that. Switzerland did never sign that
1: treaty
0: mm-hmm. the, uh, of uh, space because mm-hmm. they said ours is not free space.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and also in, in Britain, I, I believe the parts around Balmoral Castle and the big estates where uh, Charles and the boys traditionally have their, they still have their peasant farmers, their serf-type farmers there, and they grow all their own cattle and the crops. Naturally, they have no modified crops for for the elite. Uh, in fact, all the biggest states are the same. They, they, that's why they've kept them all this time and never got rid of them. They have these tenant farmers that to grow crops naturally. They use natural manures and so on. Uh, there's no modified grain of any kind, even for the feed for the cattle. There's no inoculations, so they're getting the best of everything for themselves. So that's one way they've taken care of this. Uh, another thing t- is, is to do with um, advanced types of collation that they've been using for centuries in fact which can flush out many of see science as I always say there are three levels of everything in this world that's the high masonic way Uh, from professorship down which is the, the world that most people live in and media that's the lowest level of science there's a middle level above that uh, that's available to, to hire members of helpers to this system. The Rosicrucians made that known in the 1500s. You'd have life extension through advanced sciences. And, and sure enough, we see the big players of the Rosicrucians living into their 90s and 100s. Um, uh, so, so they have advanced sciences which can flush this stuff out. Uh, and, and that's what they're getting, how they're getting rid of it. As far as the bacteria and, and viruses uh, are concerned, uh, I've got a, a two-page, uh, two-page cutout I've kept from a report on Porton Down, British Military Bacterial Warfare Centre, where a reporter went in, I think it was in the Daily Mail, and I have a two-page spread which I kept. And he said, these, men sat or these scientists came in in the morning... Uh, and talked about their gardening and so on. Then they went on to their job and and how how they perfected uh, viruses which could be released upon the public which would multiply. They could program the viruses like computers and they would multiply so many millions of times and then they couldn't reproduce any more. They'd kill themselves off. Uh, So they also, during every stage of of the, the, the gradual evolution, the the, the scientifically forced evolution or change of these viruses and bacterium, they always must, by international law, have the antidote, the real antidote to it. So the big boys have the antidotes and they are given uh, the antidotes of all known uh, viruses and bacteriums and all the scientifically altered ones in existence. Now apart from that, here's an even bigger thing. (laughs) which people should search for on CBC archives. And it was to do with... uh, The program was called Phageocytes. And this is very, very, very important. It shows you how they can keep you in one reality while another one exists. In the West, of course, we're taught that that, that Alexander Fleming discovered penicillin by pure chance with some fungus that came into a petri dish on the windowsill of a hospital, which is all hogwash. Because the miners were using penicillin from moulds in the 1700s and 1800s in Britain. Um, now, phagocyte. A phagocyte is a cell, a, blood, a cell which will travel in your blood or your body, and it will it will eat uh, bacterium or viruses or dead tissue that's been damaged. They'll eat it up and, and get rid of it. You see. Uh, and here's how the story on the CBC went Uh, a a Jewish guy from Canada was so horrified at, uh, I think his name was Rosens Uh, he left Canada in 1917 to go over and help uh, the Bolshevik revolution because there were so many people getting gangrene and disease in this massive horrific battle Uh, that was ongoing for years and he went over with the knowledge now this is the kicker He went over with the knowledge of how to create viruses and alter viruses that that could eat specific types of bacterium and other viruses. This is 1917. And and the the CBC showed you the premises in Georgia where they set them up. They're still running today. Where Where they had flesh from all kinds of diseases from the early 1900s. They had, yeah. the, they had these phageocyte special viruses. They've never used antibiotics right up to, to, to the to recent times in Russia, all through the Soviet Union, because they didn't need them. And they showed you a child coming in with uh, uh, bacterial pneumonia. Um, they simply did a little swab test, uh, the uh, sputum test, found out what specific bacterium it was. That's what we do here. And then, within two days, they had the antidote, the virus that would kill that bacteria. Once it killed off the bacterium, the virus then died itself.